Hi, welcome to Dover Vineyard Connect. My name's Dave. I'm one of the pastors here at Dover Vineyard and you're so welcome if you're listening or watching the video then please um, think about the questions that we've got at the end and if you're able to join in with our small group we'd love you to. This is a part one of a four-part talk which we are calling Co-Missioned. Now for those of you who have seen any of my talks before I love uh, film. I love the, the uh, expression of film. I love the way that it can convey things. I love the way that it can evoke emotions, um, even within one scene. The, the, the art of a good actor or director in creating uh, something that it, it has this ability to connect with us. Uh, I love. I love the um, behind the scenes as well. Looking at this team of people that seemingly are able to create this this work of art on screen. One of the actors that I love to um, watch, and uh, within his uh, Mission Impossible films and his production, is Tom Cruise. Now, whatever you may think of him as a person, he uh, has an absolute uh, dedication to his. Uh, art, uh, so much so that um, there's one point within his last film and one story that uh, just blows my mind as to uh, what he will sacrifice to get a scene done. There's one part in Mission Impossible Fallout where he, um, as the character Ethan Hunt, is running across this gantry. Now, uh, this is a long shot, so that means that there's no cut for about 30 seconds, and he's running at full pelt for this whole, uh, for more or less this whole time, and then he jumps across this gap, hits the side of, of the wall of another building. Um, you see himself pull himself up, and then it uh, cuts to a shot of him hobbling off uh, as, as if he's been slightly injured, and then it uh, cuts to another shot of him starting to run at full pelt again, and the story goes on. Now, that's an amazing um, shot in normal circumstances in and of itself. It requires certain amount of expertise and dedication and um, courage, I would imagine, to be able to do that. But Tom Cruise, in an interview that I saw, said, actually, when that jump was made, the sound that you hear of uh, this, this scream that seemingly was acting was actually in real life because as he hits the wall, he breaks his ankle. Now, Tom Cruise being the, um, uh, knowing how the film industry works, knowing that he's broken his ankle, knowing that him as the main character is going to be out of action, he could have stopped there, but no, he wanted to get the shot, so he pulled himself up and limped off screen. And that is what we see in Fallout as we watch the film. That actual scene of him breaking his ankle is the one that we see of Ethan Hunt. And I just find that truly incredible that, any, that someone would even think about getting the shot in as Tom Cruise did. Now, I do have a bit of a guilty pleasure of watching films like this. I love spy films for the same reason. I love many sci-fi films for the same reason. Um, watching something that is challenging or nigh-on impossible be attempted by an individual team in a movie story and, and exploring the imaginative ways in which they go about solving this conundrum and what they put themselves through. This thing, I, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm like, I would love to 
do, I would love to do that. I'd love to have the courage to do that. I'd love to have the, uh, the skills to do that. And it makes it so enticing because it links to me on a deeper level as to, yes, there is something that we're all designed to try and go do and it's risky and it is um, and it's, uh, something that uh, will cost us, but it's ultimately something that makes us more alive. And the question, of course, is what is that? What is that thing that for human beings makes us more alive? Makes us feel like we are here on earth with a purpose. I see within the story of the Bible, this story of humans trying to find their purpose and trying to do it apart from God and failing time and time again. We actually see in creation at the beginning of the Bible in a book called Genesis that when God created the heavens and the earth he actually gave a mission to Adam and Eve. And that mission was to go and take care of this, cre uh, this earth, this creation that I have made. And then we see human beings decide to go against what God has uh, ordained, what God has managed in, in saying, no, I will actually break the, the one rule that you have given us. The one thing that shows that we are following what you have asked and that we're going to try, try our own way. And then the rest of the Old Testament is the story of the nation of Israel trying to work out what does it mean to get relationship back with God? What does it mean for us as a nation, for us as humans, to try and find that, that, um, that intimacy with our Creator again? And then we get to the New Testament and the book of Matthew. And we see Jesus and he comes and it's almost like he comes as a reset, as a way of us actually connecting with God. Uh, like we see in the Old Testament humans failing time and time again and bright lights of, of certain characters like Moses and Ruth and Esther and David come along. But then we get to Matthew and we see Jesus and he goes, no, no, no. OK, let's do a full reset on this thing. Because only I can do that. But the thing is, when we get to the end of Matthew, Jesus not only gives us a way to get relationship with God again and to be able to reclaim that mandate we had to take care of this creation, but he then gives us a new mission. And for those of you that have been in church any time, you'll know about the Great Commission. These words of Jesus that we read in Matthew chapter 28, where he gives his uh, followers, his apprentices, who we call his disciples or apostles, this, this charge to go. Let me read it. I'm reading from the New International Version here. Um, yeah, Matthew chapter 28, starting in verse um, 18. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you 
to the very end of the age. Now, we will look at all of that over the next four weeks. But for today, I want to concentrate on that first bit. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. This mandate was one of the last things that we see recorded in terms of the words of Jesus on this earth. And he gives it almost like a master would give a charge to um, a an apprentice, and in fact that's, that is exactly what he's doing, where he says, now you go what I've been doing. I've trained you, you've seen everything that I've done, you, you've, you, you take part of me with you when you go and do what I have done. The way that Jesus gives this, and, he, and uh, you have to remember that the disciples here are still reading a little bit about what has happened in his life uh, to Jesus. The fact that they've been with him for three years, then Jesus died, uh, a, a gruesome execution, death. And then they thought everything that they'd been through in the last three years was lost. And then Jesus appears to them from death again, having defeated it. And they spent these few days with him, 30 to 40 days with him and then he says this, almost like they were like, yes, he's back. And now he says this and they're like, sounds like you're going again. These human beings, the, these uh, just like you and me must have been going through it. But what Jesus brings shows how much he cares for his disciples and for us as humanity, because he doesn't say, go on your own. It's not like in the Mission Impossible movies where you get all the facts and figures, you know, like now there is this number of people in this country, this number of people in here, and they've got these resources and that resources. Now you can go. That's not what Jesus does. He starts in a place which blows most people's brains if they even get their head around it. Because he says, all authority has in heaven and earth has been given to me, now go. So he, he's not saying, now go, you've, uh, you've, you've got it. He's reminding them, you've got it, but you've only got it because I have all authority everywhere. Heaven and earth, that's pretty much all of creation. That's what he's saying. In all creation, I have authority. And of course, he's not saying that from a, a premise of, um, or a position of um, delusion, as it were, because he has defeated death. Now, what human being with the life that Jesus has has done that at all? So Jesus, in the position of having come back from death, I think he can probably be the only human, a human that can say that. In fact, I, I, I know he is. So, we get to go, his disciples, his apprentices, if we are following Jesus, then that's what we can call ourselves. We get to go because he has all authority. Let me, if you'll forgive me, just give a paraphrase of this that might help just expand it a little bit. So think about this as Jesus saying this to the, his disciples with, with the meaning that he's trying to convey. You have seen that I have divine authority, right? 
You've seen that I have the power to rule over the normal rules of this earth. You see, even heaven's authority is with me. And now I want more of this on earth. Do you remember that prayer? Father, your kingdom come now. Your ways, I want those to be done now. Heaven, come here now. Well, now I'm going to tell you how this is going to happen. It's you. I'm giving you this mission. And because I have all authority, you now have it too. You are my apprentices. I want more of, um, of humanity knowing that there is more available to this than the normal humdrum of life. I want you to go and do what I did. Remember when I asked you to follow me? Well, I want you to represent me and ask others to follow me. To find life in me, just like you have. You get to do what I did. To see more of heaven here on earth. The way things should be. The way they were made to be. You get to see all of it. Is your mind blown yet? As I think about it like that, I just, I'm amazed that we are invited into this mission that Jesus gave all those years ago. It seems outlandish and quite frankly impossible, but that's the point. Is that in our own methods and strength and skills, we wouldn't be able to get this. It really would be mission impossible. But knowing that all authority everywhere has been given to Jesus and he now gives it to us as he tells us to go and make apprentices like we are. That changes the game. That makes this as possible as anything else that we get to do as we follow Jesus. So what does that mean? What has this got to do with everyday life for you and for me? Well, first thing to point out is that this isn't just for a select few. This is for everyone. This, we, if we are following Jesus, we are his disciples, we are his apprentices. So therefore this charge goes with us to go. But we don't get to go on our own. It would, be, it, it would be outlandish to think that. In fact, it would be, I wouldn't want to. And Jesus doesn't tell us to. See, we get to go as a, as a team of believers with all different um, giftings and things that he gives us. That, um, that we need to fulfil this mission just as we look at a film. And it's not just that one character, however important they are, running across that gantry. Behind that uh, camera is a whole team of hundreds of people supporting that production, supporting that, that, um, that work of art being created. Just like that, all of us get to play within this. If we follow Jesus, we all have a part to play in making apprentices. We all get to take part in this mission. It is a co-mission, as we have called this. It is a play on words, obviously, but it is a co-mission. It's a mission we get to do together, and I cannot wait to see what more God has in store 
for people who want to get on board with this, who find that doing everything Jesus commanded us, and again we'll look at that more in a, in a future um, talk, uh, I think that'll be week three, where we look at the fact that he's given us these commands to love, uh, to love God and to love people. We get to do that and it's part of this mission. We find our purpose as we um, look to God and as we worship him. He says, go, make apprentices. And I'll just say as we come to finish, imagine what it would be like as we reach the end of our lives, as we look back and we get to see a legacy of people who have found life like we have who have found fulfilment like we have, who have found relationship with God like we have, who have found forgiveness like we have, restoration, all those things that uh, following Jesus brings and that we have enabled in our way, in our part, other people to join in with that. I don't know about you, but I'd love to get to the end of my life thinking that that's the impact that I've had, that other people have found life like I have. So, next week we're going to look a little bit more about what the next part looks like, what it means to make uh, Christ apprentices and why those uh, three names of Father, Son and Holy Spirit are so important in that. But for now, here are some questions for you. Uh, and if you're in the Connect small groups, this is uh, what we will talk about. So the first question is this, what would it look like if we were able to see more of our family, friends and acquaintances join us on this co-mission? Do we believe it is our life purpose to do this? Question two, Jesus demonstrated in his life that he had access to heaven and earth authority through his relationship with Father God. Even before his death, if we are given heaven and earth authority, what things should we expect to have access to as we look to invite others into this new reality? Is there any way we utilise more of our given authority or even understand more of what this authority looks like? I hope those questions are useful. I hope this talk uh, provokes discussion and ideas about what our part to play in this mission is. And I look forward to, um, to seeing you or uh, for you to hear from me again uh, next week as we look at part two of Co-Missions.